0: Meanwhile, today's speaker, Nancy Pelosi, announced that she is stepping down as the House Democratic leader. Pelosi, who's 82, said it's time for a new generation to lead. And Biden was like, whoa, 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 okay, Nancy. Ha, 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 she's funny. Okay, take her home, take her home. Ha, <laughs> ha, she's so funny.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Of course, you know, the next generation uh, it. It's gonna be more radical and more extreme And more anti-American, we're looking at Hakeem Jeffries, who hates everyone. uh, And uh, he's going to be perfect for the Democrat Party going forward. Hakeem. I'm rooting for him. Does he hate the Jews, Michael, like his beloved uncle, the college professor, who was his mentor? You know, the uh, racist college professor in New York City College, New York. He hates the white people and the Jews. The Jews. But that's okay for uh, Democrats, for the Democrat Party. That's good. That's a wink and a nod, a rub and a thing, and that's all okay. Well, happy Friday to you, and... And I know that a great many people, because I keep hearing, are happy that it's Friday. This was true last week also, which was, uh, we had something last week. It was on Tuesday. We, uh, we used to call it Election Day. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. But the Democrats, they jumped in to make Election Day. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers again. They uh, jumped in to make it better, to make it better. And now that they've made the changes that they desired, um, we still don't know who controls the Senate, and we're still waiting for House races to be decided. And there are going to be uh, contests and maybe recounts, and, and uh, there are going to be lawsuits. And in Texas, I've got great audio from you, for you from Texas and great audio for you from, uh, from Arizona, Maricopa County, which is a stain on our system of electing leaders in the United States, Maricopa County. So I've got uh, some of that good stuff for you, because not everybody is uh, just uh, rolling over and taking it. know what I mean? Um, like uh, Epstein Island, it's uh, it's not like that everywhere you go, the, uh, the Democrats. What was Jeffrey Epstein Island called? Did they call it like Clintonville or something like that? What do they, they call it? So we got that. And Nanny Pelosi, um, there was, uh, that was the opening... Uh, joke from uh, Jimmy Fallon last night on the late night TV, all part of the Democrat Party's propaganda apparatus, of course. And it's not really comedy, it's politics, uh, occasionally veiled as uh, comedy, but but, uh, very often not. Very often unvarnished, unveiled politics, because the networks, you know, they're all in with the destroy the world thing. And everyone in it. So uh, we've got uh, some of that for you. But Pelosi, yesterday, I'm not really in the business of making predictions. But yesterday, I made a prediction. And my prediction was that Nanny, because the news media was like, oh, you know, will she stay or will she go now? If she stays, there will be trouble. And uh, and uh, Nanny Pelosi, of course. And because she's not Speaker of the House, not going to be Speaker of the House anymore. She is currently uh, Speaker of the House. And she will be uh, through January, but uh, until January. But the uh, the news media, because they love the Democrat Party so much, gosh, they love the Democrat Party, don't they? I mean, I don't know how they do it. That that kind of love is something that most of us are unfamiliar with, I think, in life. But the uh, the news media, they love, they adore, they uh, tongue bath comes to mind, the daily tongue bath. But they were uh, wrestling yesterday. What will Nancy Pelosi do if she's not going to be Speaker of the House anymore? Oh, which, and, uh, and I said, here's what I said yesterday. It's not like I have a recording of it. I'm, I'm not that vain, but I, uh, the, uh, what I said, you may recall if you were listening, what I said was they will, the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, will declare her to be the Speaker of the House Emeritus for life. Right, that's why I, I, I threw in the for life, because that's like a third world banana republic, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo title, you know, where you're declared uh, president for life or something for life. Uh, Marion Barry in Washington D.C. He was declared mayor for life. Uh, it was a mocking title. Then the Rashida Moore and the FBI and the crack came along, uh, but. Setting that aside, Nanny Pelosi yesterday, as predicted, and it didn't take long, did it, Michael? It was before the sun went down yesterday, I think. The uh, news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, were already declaring Nanny Pelosi to be the Speaker of the House Emeritus. And uh, we'll get to that because it made me laugh. Uh, kind of kind of made me laugh we got uh the fbi director christopher ray he's an awful sneering person he's got that built-in sneer you know what i'm talking about he's got his 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 face it's like what do they call like bitchy resting face he's got sneering resting face he's a sneering person and you know you know just if you saw him on a subway train that you shouldn't trust him by the permanent look on his face if you have good instincts Uh, you would look at him and you would say, that's an untrustworthy person. And now he's director of the FBI after J. Edgar Comey went in there and just blew up and destroyed the uh, reputation of the FBI, which was already on the ropes, but, boy, they've wrecked it. Now, FBI director says uh, juvenile effect adds to crime crisis. Youths turn to streets not reopen schools. Now, that's just scratching the surface on his performance yesterday because Senator Josh Hawley, there was a uh, Senate hearing yesterday, and Senator Josh Hawley showed up. uh, And Christopher Wray uh, didn't uh, go off jetting off on vacation as he did in the midst of the last congressional oversight hearing where he said, oh, let tap in his watch. Oh, I really got to go. I got big things. I got business. I got to fly. I'm very important. And he fled the congressional hearing. Turns out he went and got on a U.S. government Gulfstream jet, went to upstate New York because he had a family vacation he had to get to. Now, when you got a Gulfstream jet waiting for you and you're the only one that the Gulfstream jet is waiting for, it's not like the jet's going to leave without you, you know. But he fled because he's a smug, sneering, arrogant government official who abuses his power at every possible turn. And he proved that again and again. And uh, Senator Josh Hawley showed up, so he got a couple of questions, Christopher Ray did. And he looks like a, um, a massive rec- rectal aperture. Um, but the rest of the news media, they will attack Josh Hawley. You see what they do is they attack Senator Josh Hawley because the news media doesn't believe in Democrat Party-related government accountability. They don't believe in any of that stuff. So we've got that for you and Pelosi to step down after historic term as top Democrat in House. And uh, I think she's got to get back to San Francisco lickety-split, I think, and, you know, get an ice pack. She got I think her husband needs an ice pack. And uh, speaking of which, that um, all of the questions surrounding that Paul Pelosi, uh, Nanny Pelosi's home invasion story, all of the questions remain unanswered. And uh, the entirety of the American news media remains entirely uninterested. Isn't that amazing? Kind of an amazing story, that whole thing. Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, you remember, see, for me, Pelosi will always be the speaker that ripped up the State of the Union address. I, you know, Dan Quayle, potato, right? Nancy Pelosi, there should just be one thing on her record and one thing only. And that is tearing up the state of the in an act of um, insurrection. Uh, That was actually an insurrection, wasn't it? It was a it was a a hostile act against an established authority, which is an insurrection. Uh, That's uh, that's what we're talking about here. Um, Joe Biden suffers from insurrection, but he doesn't fully understand it. He's still got to meet with his doctors and see what they can do about that. Yeah. uh, But uh, Pelosi tearing up the state of the union address. Uh, and she says the hour has come for a new generation. And then she fell over and they had to give her the paddles. Eh, eh. First female speaker is political muscle, lauded, lauded. See, that it, again, if she had been the Republican speaker of the House, the story on the front page of the Washington Post would be uh, the Republican speaker tearing up the State of the Union address behind the Democrat president. I think if Kevin McCarthy inarticulate though he may be, becomes the Speaker of the House of Representatives, that at the uh, upcoming next year's State of the Union address, he should tear up Joe Biden's State of the Union behind his back just for fun, just for just for effect, just to watch the contrast uh, between the media's coverage of Nancy Pelosi tearing up the uh, – and she said yesterday, she said that she enjoyed working with three presidents while she was Speaker – the interesting thing is that she was speaker during four presidencies because she's really the stuff of firing on Fort Sumter. She is, uh, she's a radical and an extremist. Also, the, uh, the front page of the Washington Post today, climate talks stall as time dwindles. The, the time to save the uh, planet from the weather is dwindling. Uh, the Greta von Funberg is one of their saints in their, in their pseudo-religion. And the uh, sub-headline in the Washington Post today, they had three typists on the story uh, from the DNC. The sub-headline is rich, poor nations split over compensation for warming's impacts. That's because the poor nations are saying that the rich nations should give them tens of billions of dollars because of the weather, right? And the Democrats are in favor of this because the reality is that this whole environmental thing in Europe, they call the phony environmentalist watermelons because they're green on the outside, right, but red on the inside. It's really communism veiled as environmentalism, Marxism veiled as environmentalism. And what this is is that you've been hearing it for years, and here it is on the front page of the paper, a massive global redistrib- redistribution of wealth scam by the radical environmental left. Um, before you know it, they're going to glue themselves to the federal reserve or, uh, something they're going to, you know, they love gluing themselves to things because of their rampant mental illness. Uh, so we got, uh, we got a bunch of that for you today and, and a lot more as well. Joe Biden, he's not good at catching dinner, is he? He, he misses dinner because, uh, sometimes it conflicts with, uh, the scheduling of episodes of Hazel, but, um, but we've got uh, we've got more Joe Biden for you today too. Biden's granddaughter's wedding. He doesn't know how many grandchildren he has, right? It's we should have the grandchildren audio today because the there it is uh, CNN's headline: Biden's granddaughter's wedding offers youthful spin for president turning eighty. CNN is providing the spin. That's the thing. And foreign trip becomes victory lap. For strengthened Biden, the Associated Press reports. It's like living in North Korea. It honestly is. Our news media, the, the news media in Iran uh, spreads more truth than the news media in the United States of America. And, uh, and then, of course, Fox News has that line: Americans will be shocked. Shocked, I say. Former Hunter Biden business partner lauds GOP probe into Hunter Biden should you say probe into hunter biden in a headline do you think is it ever is it an ever expanding probe because you know how uncomfortable those can be and maricopa county in arizona maricopa county supervisors defend the 2022 election against public criticism the arizona mirror what why you're a denier like hillary clinton you know hillary clinton's an election denier and DNC chair Terry awful election denier, Stacey Abrams election denier, a busload of Democrat members of Congress election deniers. And a patriot in Texas accuses Harris County, Texas commissioners of election fraud. And he said, we sick and tired of that beep uh, N-word and uh, this going to take that uh, uh, N-word out and uh, we've got that. It's OK, though, because he's African-American. Uh, so you know you know the rules on these things, right? And Lee Zeldin, who amazingly lost his uh, race for governor in the state of New York, uh, amazingly, and that everything is good there. Democrats voted for more murder, more carjackings, uh, more uh, school-to-prison pipeline. They voted for more anarchy, chaos, and crime in New York, and Lee Zeldin lost. It's kind of amazing. It was it was a squeak. Uh, And uh, now he's talking about running for chair of the DNC, excuse me, the RNC, running for chair of the RNC, the Republican National Committee, because it's time for a change there as well. Isn't that true? Uh, Elon Musk continues to be the target of the scorn and the ire of the Democrats who demand absolute information dominance in all realms, or they will burn your city down, as they've done so many times in the last few years. Hundreds of workers seem to leave as Twitter's Elon Musk demands hardcore. you got to be a hardcore employee, otherwise get out. So a lot of them are leaving because they're a bunch of commies. You know, they're doing work for the United Nations and stuff. So we got a lot of that. Oh, also the World Cup in Doha. This is pretty funny. The alcohol-free World Cup in Doha because... <laughs> Jasmine, where her Budweiser at today? Budweiser, a $75 million sponsor. And uh, they put out one of the funniest tweets I think I've seen in quite some time. And uh, who might be the new Democrat leader? What kind of a racist anti-Semite is he anyway? uh, Joe Biden's administration gives the killer of Jamal Khashoggi a pass. uh, And Sam Bankman freed, uh, you know, a Democrat donor. Gosh, we've got a lot of good stuff for you. Plus, transgender Democrats, because it's a day of the week.
0: There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show.
1: Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 Sea Cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. CNN President Chris Licked. Who did Chris lick, you want to know? Well, practically every, uh, every Democrat he can get his tongue on. Uh, and he lied on television last night uh, repeatedly uh, because he's a liar. And that uh, that's why he's the president of CNN, I guess. But we have the uh, audio from the video of him lying because he's a liar. And I've got an amazing story uh, uh, for you out of Los Angeles, Whittier, California, the psychopath that ran over 25 sheriff recruits. I've got, uh, it's it's, uh, almost impossible to believe, but that's coming up. Let's go to the telephones right now. We're at 888 630 9625. Let's go to Kennedy calling from Manassas, Virginia. Kennedy, you're on The Chris Plant Show.
0: Hey, good morning, Chris. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know the uh, the official party narrative has been put out. George Sakai had tweeted, if any Republicans bring up the Hunter lap uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story, you have to ask them, you know, what are you doing about crime and inflation since you have the majority? And right on cue, Geraldo Rivera tweets, you know, the Republicans have a majority, and instead of dealing with crime and inflation, they deal with the Hunter Biden laptop. So just so you know, uh, Mike DeLib, if you're listening, that's your party narrative for today. Anytime anybody talks about the Hunter Biden laptop, you have to ask them. Yeah, well, what are you doing about crime and inflation?
1: That is uh, that is perfect. I'm glad you picked up on that early. And of course, there is spiritual leader George Takei of uh, Star Trek uh, leading the way, and then Geraldo Geraldo Rivera uh, following the way. I still remember that Al Capone's vault thing. We had a, we had a drink drinking party that night. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> but uh, George Takei, good spot by you, Kennedy. On George Sakai leading the way, and and this, you know, th- you know that's I, that's a technique that I've been talking about for years, Kennedy. It's called change the subject and attack. Yep, right. And I've been talking that's about that for did. years. That's what they do. Hey. Uh, oh, their music came in uh, rather roughly there. Yeah, well, you uh, you spotted it first, and you know what I spotted first yesterday was Nancy Pelosi will become Speaker Emeritus, Speaker of the House Emeritus. And I have that coming up for you because it's kind of a religion. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me let me amend that. It's a religion. Delete kind of this whole Democrat Party thing and the weather coming up. This is the Chris Plant Show. Little soul finger for you this Friday morning. By the Bar-Kays. Come on. a great American classic. You know those rascally Democrats—they, uh, all the mayhem and the crime and the and the crazy stuff—they're—they're they're completely nuts. They are now uh, now because Kennedy called in. We, uh, we changed our vector a little bit because Kennedy called in with the George Takai news. He's a gay rights activist who was, uh, he's very, very vocal for radical Democrat Party policies. He was a uh, character on the TV show Star Trek. And, uh, you know, TV, being on TV, it sometimes goes to people's heads and they think that, uh, you know, that their their opinion counts because... You were a character on a TV show many decades ago. It's an amazing thing. But uh, Kennedy's right. George Sakai tweeted this out. Oh, sure. They want to investigate Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. What else they want to investigate? And uh, not deal with crime and inflation. Well, you know, dealing with crime and inflation means taking down the Biden administration <laughs> because, you know, the Democrats are pro crime, they're pro criminal. District attorneys and prosecutors, they, they love, you know, the district attorneys and prosecutors that are pro-criminal. They hate the police. They defund and undermine and target the police. So, and then the Democrats go out and they're, you know, commit all the crimes, almost all of them. And, um, you know, and then they say, well, why don't you stop us before we kill again? Well, that's what we're trying to do. But, you, know, you guys are a pretty tough nut to crack, got to tell you. So, um, you know, they're uh, dealing with uh, going after Hunter Biden, uh, you know, the criminal family in the White House with all of their ill-gotten gains from countries like Russia and China and Ukraine, where we're now sending tens of billions of dollars to wage war against their boy Putin uh, and all his buddies are getting rich off the thing, too. But never mind that. Then Geraldo echoed it because, you know, the Democrat Party echo machine is the Democrat Party echo machine. That's what information dominance is all about. Instead of dealing with crime and inflation. Well, you know, uh, crime is the Biden family, I've got to say. They're an organized crime family, and they're in charge of the United States of America right now. So I think the Republicans in the House certainly ought to take on crime by going after crime at the highest levels. And when they're done with that, they're going after the FBI and the intelligence community, and their myriad crimes against humanity and against the Constitution, against the United States of America, all the crimes committed by the 51 fake pro-Putin, I'm going to say pro-Putin, pro-Putin intelligence officials that signed on that phony letter, and the FBI that told Facebook to stop allowing people to share true stories about the criminal Biden family, uh, you know and then uh, when Biden is gone, we'll get inflation under control. But it's going to take time. Trust me, George Takai and Geraldo Rivera. But with that said, you know because the the uh, uh, Kennedy was talking about the uh, the talking points, the party issued talking points. Michael Piercy noticed that last night late night TV propaganda outlets for the Democrat Party, and then after this, because, uh, you know, that, talking about Colbert, we should go to Chris Licht at uh, CNN with uh, his fluffer and, uh, and the, the lies that the president of CNN told. So let's go to Stephen Colbert's uh, political program last night. And this is, you know, CBS, ABC, and NBC should be required to provide equal time um, so that someone like me has uh, an equal amount of time on CBS uh, in a just as desirable a time slot that Stephen Colbert has, and same thing with Fallon and uh, with Kimmel, and uh, and beyond. Speaking of which, uh, Barack Obama was on Comedy Central last night on um, the Daily Show with that guy who's leaving that uh, because nobody ever watched it because he's not very funny and the show's not good, and it's another Democrat. You know, political propaganda show. But uh, speaking of Democrat Party political propaganda, here's Stephen Colbert last night
0: Republicans have won control of the House of Representatives. I know. I know. It's disappointing.
1: Boo. Yeah, it's disappointing. Though it is
0: nice to see Republicans take the House without any zip ties. <laughs> Votes are still.
1: See, it's, refre- a...
0: it's refreshing, is yeah. what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah it's the. Uh, there it is. The, it's January 6th, January 6th. Now, uh, well, well, then we go over to uh, the Jimmy Fallon uh, Democrat Party propaganda show, and there's very little original thinking, and and we are, uh, since Kennedy mentioned, party-issued talking points.
0: Some more political news. Everyone's talking about this more than a week after the midterms. Republicans finally won control of the House. On the bright side, it's nice to see them seizing the House without zip ties and a Viking helmet.
1: See, there you go. Now, uh, that's the uh, party issued talking because January 6th, January 6th. Gosh, I was January 6th never happened. It's the only arrow they have in their quiver. Now, the Democrats sacked and burned and looted Seattle and Tacoma and Portland and Chicago and New York and Washington and Atlanta, St. Louis, and they murdered people in Waukesha and attacking the community lifeguard in Kenosha, and the child rapist was the Democrat Party's hero, hero of the story. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. But since we're talking tie wraps, Uh, I I remember a Democrat showed up outside of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home with a Glock pistol and uh, extra magazine and tie wraps and a knife and uh, burgling tools and kidnapping tools. And he was planning on murdering three Supreme Court justices. And, you know, it it goes on and on. And uh, Steve Scalise was shot by a Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer. And of course, Martin Luther King was shot by a Democrat Party presidential campaign volunteer too. James Earl Ray volunteer for the Democrat George Wallace presidential campaign. And you know, other uh, political violence goes back a long way. But the tie wraps thing, I couldn't help but think of the uh, would-be assassin outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home who was planning on kidnapping the family and who knows what and killing three Supreme Court justices. And that was a one-day story. That was a one-day story because that's what information dominance can do for you. Am I right? Yes, I am. Do you have that Chris Licht audio? You know, being named Chris Licht is not the best thing that could happen to you at birth, is it? No, it isn't. But he's Chris Licht, and he used to be what the executive producer of the Stephen Colbert show, right? And a, uh, you know, and he's a, he's a Democrat Party propagandist, and he was then made and, and late night TV. It, it's not a comedy show, it's Democrat Party propaganda. CNN's Chris Licht refuses to call Greg Gutfeld's show a late night program, pushes back on claim that he beat Colbert in the ratings. Now, again, this is a guy who comes from the Stephen Colbert show, not exactly journalism, to, be, uh, to become the president of CNN, which uh, news is supposed to be their middle name. It was the cable news network, but not anymore. Uh, now it's just the, the cable propaganda network. It has been for quite some time. It's really why I had to leave. So the uh, CEO of CNN, Chris Licht, doesn't take kindly to those claiming that Fox News's Greg Gutfeld beat out his former boss, Stephen Colbert, in the ratings. Speaking with CNN reporter, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, Kara Swisher, Kara Swisher, do you think that's her real name? It's better than Poppy Harlow, isn't it, which is clearly and obviously a porn name, but... Speaking with uh, CNN reporter Kara Swisher for the Thursday edition of her podcast, um, Chris Licht even refused to categorize Gutfeld Show as a late night program. Now, keep in mind that Greg Gutfeld Show on the Fox News Channel is on at 11 p.m. and it goes until midnight, right? Which is 12 a.m. and uh, and so if that's not late night going till midnight, then I don't know what late night is and. Greg Gutfeld has trounced Stephen Colbert in the ratings. But here's what the head journalist at CNN said when talking to Kara Swisher. Uh, God bless her for asking the question. She'll probably be fired today and uh, her body will never be found.
0: So are you going to do a late night show on CNN, like compete with uh, Gutfeld? Um, I wouldn't call him. I I would call him just an entertaining show. I would not call him a late night show As as someone who worked on a late night show and knows what goes into that. Um, uh, I wouldn't put it you in the same Colbert.
1: category, <laughs> but go ahead.
0: Are we going to get into this conversation? No, we're not. But that's we're not, not just, true. No. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. It, I'm still, I'm still going to defend my friend. Steven. You're good at making these shows. Why not have one there? If you're talking about a panoply of things to, to give to people. I wouldn't rule out some kind of uh show that involved people talking in a way that was not delivering news in a straightforward manner. Sure. Oh.
1: Listen to what a snake he is. Listen to what a weasel. Uh, and and uh, nice use of the word panoply by, by Kara Swisher. But um, what a liar, what a lion Sacajawea this guy is. You know, when I was in Chicago, at the gathering in Chicago, so a nice couple gave me a Sacajawea dollar, too. I, did I, I didn't even tell you about that. I got a, I, I, it was at, it's at home on my counter right now. I noticed it uh, last night. Hey, there's that Sacajawea dollar. Because, uh, you know, because uh, they're from Chicago. So when I say the lion they know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> right? I wouldn't call him. I, I would call him just an entertaining show. I would.
1: Now it's it's a show uh, that's on from 11 p.m. until midnight, but he wouldn't call it a late night show, and um, he has trounced in the ratings all of the late night shows, and even this piece in Mediaite on the story concedes. They admit, uh, I would call him just an entertaining show. I wouldn't call him a late-night show just because he's a show that's on late night. Right? That's not Because to him, because he's uh, you know, the failed Colbert propaganda outlet, uh, that's a late-night show. But another show on from 11 p.m. until midnight is not a late-night show. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, (laughs) right, as Michael says, he's never heard of an entertaining show that's on (laughs) at that hour of the evening, which is late night. It goes until midnight. How much later in the night can you get? (laughs) According to the Nielsen Ratings Corporation, Gutfeld, in November, the uh, show does beat Colbert. It beats Jimmy Kimmel and it beats Jimmy Fallon, averaging 2.4 million viewers. Whether or not it's a late-night show competitor remains up for debate. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Put it you in the same Colbert. category. <laughs> but go ahead.
0: Are we going to get into this conversation? No, we're not. That's we're not, not just, true. No, okay, all right, okay. okay. I'm still, I'm still going to defend my friend Stephen.
1: He's still going to defend his friend Stephen. Uh, because he's in the left-wing Democrat Party propaganda business, too. Uh, uh, uh. So there it is. Uh, you know, if you're a big, fat liar then journalism is the business for you. And CNN, Time Warner, you know, that's, uh, that's for you as well. Isn't that amazing? That's your, that's your news media, as we call it. And that's why they uh, enjoy about the same level of respect as child molesters. And why Americans, according to the New York Times and their Siena College poll, um, Americans view the news media as the number one threat to democracy. And the Democrat Party is the number two threat to democracy. I'm just citing the New York Times here. In California, I told you yesterday about the uh, psycho that crashed his car into 25 police recruits, sheriff recruits. Driver in Whittier car crash that injured 25 sheriff and police recruits is arrested, then released. The L.A.ist has the story. Now, they uh, published the story. Last night, Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez, 22 years old, was arrested by the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, on, uh, and, and uh, he may face felony charges of attempted murder on a police officer, and those charges will multiply later, and uh, added additional allegations that could be announced soon. Gutierrez's bail was set at $2 million, $2 million, according to inmate information on the Sheriff Department's website. Uh, scheduled to appear in the uh, Superior Court on Friday at 8.30. That's today at 8.30. But then the, the, uh, uh, the is updated. They updated, according to the L.A. County online jail records, Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez was released at 9.40 p.m. last night and no bail was listed. You know, they've got this uh, radical leftist Soros prosecutor in Los Angeles, And they just elected Karen Bass as the mayor, the loser, member of the House of Representatives, is now the mayor of Los Angeles. If you live in Los Angeles, get out while you can. Get out like the place is on fire, like it's a disaster movie and George Kennedy is nowhere to be found, honestly. So according to the L.A. County online jail records. Nicholas Joseph Guterres was released. What happened to that $2 million bond? What happened to the bail? Did somebody come up with $200,000 to bail him out? Which Democrat did that? Or, I'm guessing more likely, uh, there is no bail. He was released without bail. That's what I'm guessing. Released without bail. But it doesn't say that here. Doesn't say that. But you really think he came up with $2 million bail and he came up with it? I'm thinking that the radical leftists in Los Angeles said, "Uh, we hate the cops. Let them go. We love murder, and murderers, especially mass murderers of cops. They've had a lot of those in New York, and the Democrat Party has in New York, and, you know, the the suicide attacks on police. New York, Dallas, Baton Rouge, Washington, D.C., just to name a few. Capitol Hill, three months after January 6th, January 6th, you're
0: listening to The Chris Plant Show.
1: The story out of Los Angeles is absolutely insane that this person was released. They say Oh, lack of evidence, you know, other than all the uh, injured people, the guy that lost his leg, the, the videotape of him crashing into him and never touching the brakes. Uh, apparently drugs in his uh, system, and, uh, you know, uh, you got nothing but evidence, and and they announced $2 million bail, and and I'm reading a CBS story, CBS News, and there's no mention of George Gascone, the radical left-wing, pro-criminal Soros prosecutor, district attorney in Los Angeles, no mention of him, but suddenly, they got $2 million bail being held, charged with attempted murder of a police officer, then... Released. No comment. And the sheriff says, Villanueva says, we may have to arrest him again. Well, Mexico's right there. You know, that border works both ways. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phones, Michael. Let's go to Mike the Anti-Lib in Bowie, Maryland. Mike the Anti-Lib, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
0: Good morning, Chris. How are you doing today?
1: Doing great, Mike. What do you say?
0: Uh, I wanted to make a comment about the uh, Democrats saying, you know, we're going to spend all our time... And they said, why aren't we working on crime and the inflation? My response would be, what crime and what inflation?
1: I mean, everything was mostly peaceful, was it not? And there is no inflation. So I I just don't get what they're talking about. Well, you're absolutely right, of course. They tell us that there's nothing to see here as we watch person after person being thrown in front of subway trains in New York and the looting in uh, downtown Chicago and the— uh, police being run over, the police recruits being over run over and you know and even Nancy Pelosi's beloved uh, husband uh, at two o'clock in the morning with some stranger from the nudist movement in his home being hit in the head, um, you, know, uh, when, you know when is a crime not a crime? It's like a Batman riddle. And the answer is when the Democrats say so. yeah, you're, you're yeah. right you're right, Mike. Yeah, what crime? <laughs> you know gaslighting extraordinaire. They keep telling us that there's, you know, there's nothing to see here. There's no increase in crime, the skyrocketing murders and carjackings, nothing to see here. And inflation? Pf, come on, that's uh, Putin's inflation, and and uh, the war in Ukraine, and something about Trump, and then what else? Uh, what else is causing the inflation? Um, you know, uh, the uh, and gas prices, and uh, it's all somebody else's fault, right, Mike?
0: And yeah, you're just you're just imagining it. It doesn't really happen.
1: That's right. Yeah, just just get back to whatever, and um, yeah, it's an amazing time to be alive. We're being lied to like it's the Soviet Union on a daily basis, and our news media is better paid than the Soviet media. They clean up a little better, uh, but they're very much like the Soviet media.